You're listening to an episode of SEMO Spotlight on KRCU Public Radio. I'm your host, Ashton Randolph, and joining me today is SEMO student Brady O'Neill. Brady, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Hey, you're welcome. I'm so happy to be here, and I can't wait to see what this episode has in store. My name is Brady O'Neill. I am a senior here at SEMO in my last year, getting ready to graduate here in May. I'm from Maryville, Illinois. It's a somewhat small town, depending on where you're from, but I went to Collinsville High School, and I've been here for the last four years. Since I've been here, I've gotten really involved with clubs, becoming RA. I've worked with the student section on campus. I've worked with Dr. Vargas in the president's office. You know, I've just kind of really dove headfirst into the college life and really tried to get the best experience that I've been able to get. That's awesome. And so what brought you here from Maryville, Illinois? You know, the college search process is unique for everyone. This was the first college that I ever toured, and I fell in love with the campus, and I fell in love with the people that were here. I still remember to this day I had a meeting with some of the department people for my major, and to this day I still remember having those conversations with them, you know, four or five years ago. I did it tour other colleges before I made my decision, but there was just never a place that felt more like home than this place. So I've really loved the campus environment, the people, and just really everything. Talk a little bit about some of those relationships that you've built and people that you've met along the way. You know, I am a senior, so I graduated high school in 2020, right when COVID hit. So I didn't have a true ending of high school. And when I came to college, it wasn't a true start of college either. But I'll tell you one thing, something that really helped me. I am an education major, like I said, and I lived in the learning community in LaFerla Hall for all of the education majors. And with such a unique start to the college career, it was so nice to have people that lived on each side of the wall of you that are having the same classes, you know, sharing the same experiences and really helping that. So from the first day of campus, you know, I knew all the people that were in my classes. And, you know, it's pretty neat looking back on it that, you know, we made it and we're going to graduate here in May. But that really was the first aspect I had of building the culture and relationships with people on campus was through that first floor of my freshman year. You sound really motivated, like you have taken advantage of a lot of the opportunities that college life has afforded you. And so how do you plan to one day motivate your future students as a teacher? And what do you think your role will look like in their lives? Well, that's a great question. If you ask teachers that, they'd probably give you a different answer every time you ask somebody. But I really want to be there for them. And I think being a male special education major is unique in our field. Currently, the class that we're about to have graduate here, there is only two of us, me and Matthew Dyson. I really want to be that male role model for them. And I think really to get the best out of students, you have to learn what they like. You can teach the students all day long, but it really matters what you are teaching to. You know, your students are going to be in the classroom with you all day long. That's how school works. But what can I do as a teacher to better the interest of my students to make them want to learn more? How do you feel like social media has impacted the culture at the school that your student teaching in now? You know, being at an elementary school, I currently see K through four. With special ed, I see a variety of ages. So I have kids that are in kindergarten and they're just now going to school for the first time. And I have kids that are about to transition to the middle school in fifth grade. You know, so it is a vast majority of kids. But, you know, some kids have phones. Some kids don't have phones. You know, I never had a phone in grade school growing up. I got a phone when I was a little bit older. But the only reason why I got a phone is because I came home before my parents got home. So I needed to let them know that I was home. But I had a slide phone. You know, I didn't have an iPhone 15 or nothing fancy like that. But, you know, I think social media is good in some aspects, but it can also be really bad in other aspects as well. Technology is always your best friend until it doesn't work for you. Who is somebody here at SEMO that has been really influential in your experiences? 
When it comes to faculty and staff, that very first meeting that I had with Canvas, as I was still a high school student, I met one of my professors, and her name is Dixie McCollum. I've had her about five times, and she's really taught me a lot of things. But, you know, I would be regretful if I didn't mention some of the other professors that I had along the way. I've gotten to work with Dr. Larry Bohannon. He is great, and anybody that has him loves him. And he is a great person and a great male role model as well. You know, a lot of the professors that I've had here have been women, and that's fine because that's just what it is. Um, but, you know, Dr. Bohannon has really been a great role model for me and someone that I can see myself becoming in the future. Also, one of my favorite teachers that I always had a good time in her class was Mrs. Linda Schaffner. Just last week, I was sitting in a meeting um, with a couple of teachers and we were going over things. And I thought to myself, I said, man, this is the stuff we did in Mrs. Schaffner's class. So, you know, I just had so many experiences with so many different professors along the way. I could sit here and talk for hours. I can positively say that going through freshman year to senior year, I haven't had one bad faculty member or professor here. And I think that's a true testament to our education program. You know, a lot of people don't know that SEMO started as an education school. You know, it was a normal school way back when, you know, 150 years ago, as everybody knows, SEMO has been founded on education. And that's also something that led me here as well, because I know they've had great success with their programs. But the educators that teach future educators here at SEMO really value that they are sending out the next product of teachers into the society. And I think that's all you can ask for. I feel the same way about my own Mm -hmm. educational program and the professors here at SEMO. And so once you graduate here in May, what career aspirations do you have? I am planning on going back home to Collinsville, my home school district, and teach. I just submitted my application last night, so hopefully I get an interview and hopefully I get hired and everything. But that's always been a goal of mine is to come home and teach the local community and be that role model for those students and be there for them. Everyone has their own unique things they want to do with teaching, but my roots are home. I'm a big family person. I, I have a somewhat big family and I'm always in communications with everybody. And that small town, small family feel is what I want to strive for. And I think me going home is the best possibility for me to succeed in life. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today, Brady. It's been wonderful to have you here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.